say something. I'm going to keep on repeating this. You can, I know for my wife and I, we can tell when the Lord is trying to get our attention about something because uh, maybe we're uncomfortable with it or uh, maybe sometimes don't want to hear that right now or um, maybe, eh, I don't know if it's that deep. And so I'm going to encourage you to take it seriously in regards to, you know, just from unlikely sources even. Um, just from unlikely sources, you know, we have people that are giving us information and, you know, just that they sense something is coming and nobody can really accurately pick it up. It's just they know they know it is. And and I know that uh, some man that my wife follows, Jeremiah Johnson, he put up a post yesterday. He said he had a very powerful dream. And um, hold on, I got to find this dream now. It's right here. You have a family like mine. Everybody's sending me stuff. All the there it is. My kids just, my, particularly my daughters, they just go on my phone, take crazy pictures, and put up stuff. And I'm like, what is this on here? It's my daughters playing with my phone. Y'all got your own phones. Why are you playing with mine? One, 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 one daughter, Sophia, um, she went into my phone. So the, she called me one time, and instead of it saying Sophia, it said Sophia, my favorite. It's <laughs> like, how did this? They just be going on my phone like that. That's happened when you had daughters. They just be, okay. So, but Jeremiah Johnson, he said, I had a powerful dream last night where God showed me much of the way forward for his people. And in the years ahead, oh, I'm sorry, showed me the way forward for his people in the years ahead. And it will, and, and, and it will center around the reality of home. And he said, I saw in the dream written in the heavens. So he's in the dream. He's looking up the heavens. You know, how you see those airplanes that can write in the sky, you know, or have a flag. He said written in the heaven was home church, home school, home births, homegrown foods, home developed medicines, home technology and home defense systems. So what the Lord is telling you is, is that there's some things coming where you better create your own world within your own world. Because their thing, I mean, you know, as soon as they, the uptick went with the corona situation, you know, they start raiding the grocery stores again. Because people don't know how to handle it. So I told my wife, is it they, let me tell you something, every single thing you see going on on the news right now, that is just one great big old black cloth that prevents you from seeing any reality. I am telling you, what you see on TV, there is an invisible war, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and it's going to get much worse in the future. You know, it's just crazy what's going on right now, and so I'm just encouraging you to take seriously. You need to take seriously your life in regards to looking at over the next year and a half. Just start setting aside little pieces of money, setting aside paper towel. You don't, right now, you don't need to shop based on needs. You need to shop, you need to shop on purpose, you know what I mean? So like, okay, once a week, I need to go to the store and see what extra I can get, you know, um, because, you know, and for some of you, and let me say this, do what you can because God will cover what you can't do. So, you know, um, so, you know, don't, uh, don't get all upset because, you know, oh, well, I can't do this and I can't get an extra freezer in my basement because I don't even have a basement. Don't be concerned about you do what you can and God will cover what you cannot do. And so, uh, and so it's just, it's just alarming and the type of people that are sharing it with us are just unlikely people. And, and, 
the one thing I'm encouraging you to more than anything else, you better, particularly a church like this, you better stay close, folk. You better. I told my wife, yeah, I was. I'm, I'm, I get greed, particularly when we come over here, because right now in the majority of the body of Christ, there is a huge level of disengagement. The Bible says that the church is supposed to be called the house of prayer. Now, we pray some in our services. We let the people pray before God, before it starts. Some, a lot of times we have moments of prayer. The reason why I don't have a little bit more is because we do early morning prayer seven days a week. And so, you know, a lot of you on our early morning prayer call, and then we do that from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., and then afterwards we then release the call for people to stay on there and just pray for hours. So Monday through Friday, there are always people on that prayer call. We call it a digital prayer mountain. Yongi Cho had an actual mountain. Um, my current pastor, he has huge fields. He built his property so that they have huge fields, even the neighborhoods that they're building and the communities that they build them. They build them around huge fields so that the community can come out on the field at nighttime and pray. It's a really beautiful thing. And we don't have those capacities over here so much, at least now. So what we have, what we, how many know there's always a way? So we have what we call a digital prayer mountain where you go on the early morning prayer call and we have the same effect. You know, but what was grieving me is that there's a huge level of disengagement where, for the most part, let me tell you this, there a large majority of churches have just shut down. They're not doing anything. And then the rest of them, for the most part, they're doing like Facebook Live and things like that. And all they're doing is trying to just kind of giving a sermon and, and, and maybe some of them do praise and worship. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. How many know the scripture says we're supposed to do that? But, 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 but prayer is the engine. And so right now there's a huge disengagement where the church has disengaged because she is afraid. And as a result of that is giving the devil an advantage. Because uh, the world has not disengaged. The world has become creative. They have not become disengaged at all. And so darkness has been given the greatest advantage. And so, and so the final thing that I'll share before we jump into this is that I'm going to encourage you to pray. Because starting on October the 1st, I'm sorry, on August the 1st, we're going to take very seriously praying for the, um, this election. Um, this election is very, very... Um, is, is more what happens with this election will determine the future period of the United States. You know, and I heard this once, and then I heard it again yesterday, that this, this could very well be the last president of the United States. And so, you know, there are things that are coming, folk, that is in Revelation. Stuff in Revelation is some freaked out stuff. Y'all know what I'm saying? You read Revelation, you're like, Psh, this is some crazy stuff. I mean, you start hearing stuff about one-third of the trees are burned up, one-third of the men die. I don't plan on being that. I told you, I plan on being from heaven, looking at it from my binoculars. Wow, this is Armageddon for real, Jesus. I appreciate this front row seat looking at this mess. Yeah. And so, uh, but, um, but, you know, and God chose us to be, during, be in the planet. The people that are in the planet right now, God chose to be here during this mayhem. But unfortunately, many of them are disengaging because of the mayhem. And, and, you know, it can't be just anymore. You know, it was never supposed to be this. But a large majority of the body of Christ, they don't take the things of God that seriously. They don't take the church seriously. You know, for a lot of people, they just kind of go to church to hear a sermon. That's it. It's just go to a sermon. They don't get there to engage. I'm going to encourage you all. Don't get here on time. Get here early to help engage. I got, like for me, I get up 6 o'clock this morning to spend a couple of hours in prayer so I can clear the path along with the early morning prayer. 
clear the path so that there's no hindrance over here. That's one of the reasons why you're able to rejoice doing praise and worship. And there's a lightness in the air because the early morning prayer is started from 6 a.m. to 7. And then we are praying. Then we come over here and we start praying. This is all pushing. And right now the body of Christ just knows how to go to church. And that's all they know how to do. You know, they want their reverend to give them a good sermon so that they can have their cupcake and tea on that morning and then go back to living a raggedy lifestyle Monday through Saturday. And I can't do that. How about you? You know, and so so they are very serious, whew, very serious times coming. And so this election is going to be very, very serious. Um, I have to be totally honest with you is that um, I'm going to give you my stance because you are welcome to disagree. Um, I found early on that there are a lot of people in the black and white and Hispanic community. They don't care about truth. They care about what they have learned. They don't want to know that what they believe about a president is wrong. I want to hold on to that feeling because of what the white folk told me and the black folk told me and my grandmother told me and my pastor told me. And the Bible says, don't look at what you can see because there's another world behind the scene. And so I'm going to tell you something again, you know, because um, about this president of the United States. This president of the United States, he is not a pastor, so quit judging him that way. He's not a prophet, so quit judging him that way. This president of the United States is a protector. That's why he's so brash. Because God called that man to be in office in order to, the main reason why that man is in office is to protect the church, the main reason. And so, yes, the media is always telling you about what he's doing and what he's saying, and 90% of that minimum is a lie. I know your grandmother say that he's a racist and all that type of stuff, which is another lie. All of the individuals that were friends with him, including, you know, all of the individuals that are activists in the black community, were all friends with President Trump until he ran for president. All of them. Whoopi Goldberg, she's not an activist, even though she calls herself one. Whoopi Goldberg, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, all of those. Donald Trump, I, don't, I didn't even plan on saying this this morning. Donald Trump, y'all remember when Jesse Jackson ran for president years ago? Okay. She said, keep hope alive. Okay. And I saw the interview where they were asking Donald Trump to run for president at the same time Jesse Jackson was. And then he said, no, in the interview, he said, no, why would I do something like that? He said, that's one of my close friends. He said, I'm not going to run against him. He said, if he's running, I support him. Okay. And so there are a lot of things because remember, there's, there's this black and white photo of the president of the United States. And I mean, you know, he's not a perfect man. I mean, you know, Donald Trump is crazy sometimes. He doesn't care. But, but I love him as a leader. And I mean that because I like bold men. I don't like punks. Okay. And so. And and but there's a black and white photo of Donald Trump and he's sitting in the chair and he's pointing at you. And I love that picture because it says he said, don't get it twisted. He said, they're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in the way. Any any time that the one world government that is right now in place, you know, the Bible talks about the Antichrist would rule through that one world government. And I watched the interview with them, and they said, we got everything in place. They said, there is one hindrance for it coming forth, and his name is Donald Trump. Now, I want you to think about that. What the Bible says about Revelation and that one world government coming forth, they say, we can't do it because that dude is so strong. I mean, Donald Trump don't care. He'll tell you, you stink, and your mama breath stink. (laughs) And, And then they'll go right and blast him on social media and CNN and, and he won't back out. He didn't come back. Oh, I forgot to tell you that your grandfather breath stank too. 
to that's a very bold man. That's that that dude has a and and there was a prophecy I think that came through Jeremiah Johnson. It could have been somebody else. And the Lord gave prophecies to a few people. He said, "I'm going to use this man to shake everything." And he said, "He will be used greatly to give my church the greatest advantage that they have ever had." And then the Lord said this, "But he will be like a bull in a china shop." So the Lord know that Donald Trump is crazy, but how many know you crazy? I said, how many? So, you know, and, I, and don't get me wrong. You know, if you want some more revelation about this, there's a book. And every person that reads this book, they repent immediately. And it's by Jonathan Kahn. It's called The Paradigm. And when you read that book and see that the last four presidents are fulfilling something that has already happened. All the way down to the decisions that they make and the statements that they make. It's the scariest book that you will ever read. And when you read that book, you will realize the one scripture that says, that which has been is that which will always be. So that you will never be able to say that there is anything new underneath the sun. Everything repeats itself. And when you read that book, and it's going to chronicle Donald Trump, Vice President Pence, um, President Obama, Osama bin Laden, President Bush, and the Clintons. And when you see them right in the Bible, I don't, I'm not talking about something that's vast and like a shadow and you really got to read into this. I mean, I was with Eric at a race and he was reading the book because this race was 10 hours long. It's a car race that we go to. And he was reading the book. You know, he just kept slamming it close. He said, I can't even believe this. He said, this is almost unbelievable. It's a biblical timeline. And Donald Trump is fulfilling something that the Lord is trying to do with the church in the last days. And there's one thing I didn't plan on sharing any of this, y'all. I'm just, I think more than anything, I'm trying to teach y'all, don't get duped in what you see on a screen. How do you know they're telling you the truth about anybody? You know what I'm saying? How do you know they're telling you the truth about President Bush, the Clintons, Obama, Donald Trump, anybody? I know he's telling the truth. And so, and so, but, uh, so I can't remember my thought here. Let me give it. Get to come back to me in a moment. Oh, so um, um, one of the things that they do a very good job of is never telling you what he has done for the church, and in particular the black community. Okay, and I and if you want the information, I can send it to you later. You have to text me, and I send it to you in a document. You know, back then I had like two hundred things that he had done. You know, and he he's done more. Donald Trump has done more for the black community than the last four presidents put together. And let me say something. I had no, I, you know, you just got to go with the flow up here. The Holy Spirit wanted me to say this. And sometimes it's over one individual. What Donald Trump has, what Donald Trump has done for the black community, President Obama could not do for one reason. One reason. If President Obama did for the black community what Donald Trump has done for the black community, they would have accused President Obama of favoring black people above everybody. He couldn't do it. They would have said, hey, man, they would have literally told him, we didn't put you in office just to do everything for black people. That's how much Donald Trump has done. Obama couldn't done it because they would have couldn't have done it because they would have come against him that strong. OK. And so how many y'all heard of historical black colleges? OK. You've heard me say this before. So give an example. Most people don't know. Donald Trump signed an order in place that from now on, all historical black colleges get equal funding as Harvard and Yale. Never happened before. 
Never happened before. And then created a special task force to make sure that they get the money. I can't even remember. I think it was $300 million. Is it $300 million that he already gave to historical black colleges? And so what happens is, is that you'll see a picture of Donald Trump with, with 40 black leaders smiling, and then your cousin, who's ignorant, will call them Uncle Tom's. When actually they're smiling because this is the first time in history that a president actually gave them the funding that they've been begging for for the last 40 years. See? So you got to be, you got to be, because there, there's another, there's so many battles going on right now. It's just, it's just unreal. And the battle is not just for the soul of America. The battle is for the soul of uh, Christians that live in America. And the devil is trying to swallow this country up. Oh, I didn't have plan on saying none of this, but I'm going to keep on going. Y'all, y'all, let me ask you something. What is going on when, and y'all know, how many know, you know, this is not a, how many know God is not racial? God is in the souls. But the devil uses race to put people against each other. You got to, you got to bring these things out sometime to help people understand. Now, y'all think, of, now, how many know the, the black guy, he got killed by the white police officer, right? I remember that. I was watching the same news as me. So let me ask you a question. Then why is it that every time you turn on the television that 90% of the people that's tearing up stuff is white people? I mean, if black lives really matter, why are you coming into their neighborhoods and tearing them up? And they got drone footage right now, y'all. They got drone footage. We just saw it yesterday, day before yesterday. Drone footage where they saw a riot going on, and they saw this one white gentleman dropping off all of the equipment to throw it to the police. They had a drone footage, and you see him roll up and just spread all of the stuff on the ground, and people start picking it up and throwing it at the police. Because that happened, I don't know if it was Portland, or whatever it was, and you saw a picture of all of those police officers guarding Christopher Columbus' statue, and, and they were just being pelted by a crowd, just water bottles. 42 police officers had to be taken to the hospital. 42. Now, let me tell you what your pastor... Amen. What? My wife looking at me like, my wife give me this look like, what you about to say, stupid? Well, I'm about to say nothing crazy. I'm just letting you know, don't even question me about supporting any agenda that defunds the police. Don't even ask me. Don't send me a text. Don't send me a picture. I don't care what you find on YouTube. I will never support the mess of defunding the police. If all of the police are evil, it means all black people are uneducated and ghetto. Y'all know what I mean by that principle, that my all white people this, all black people this, all police officers this, all Mexican people this, all Chinese people. All Chinese people don't know karate. <laughs> she watching TV. I never forget, I went to high school with a guy named Robert Lim. He actually reached out to me. He was Chinese. He didn't know karate for nothing. And somebody was picking, up on, picking on him um, at school. He, he literally tried to scare him. He, he was like, yeah! And the next scene was him on the ground, knocked out. He was just pretending he didn't know karate. You know, we keep doing these labels with all of these different type of things. So I'm telling you, <laughs> telling you, I don't know why I share this stupid stuff. So what I'm saying is, is that there is a real agenda that is going on. And see, the mayor, Mayor Blasio, he decided to go out there with the rioters. I'm telling you about the spirit of something. He said, you know what we're going to do? Because he supports the rioters. So he went out there. This was on the news three days ago. He went out there and decided he was going to protest with them. I'll show you that I'm your friend. I support you. 
soon as he got out there, they started beating on him. And they knew he was the mayor. So the next scene is security trying to get him out of there before he loses his life. It's called the spirit of anarchy. There is a force that says we must steal, kill, and destroy by any means necessary. If we can get the president to turn against the people, if we can get the people to turn against the mayor, if we can get the blacks to turn against the whites, if we can get the Mexicans to turn against the Chinese, if we can get the suburbanites to turn against the ghetto folk, by any means necessary. That one, it's, it's very extreme. Um, I don't know if you saw, I had, I'm gonna just go with this, I had to learn how to be led in these last days, you have to talk about these things, so we can keep our heads right. Remember that, did any of y'all see on the news about that white couple that he had a machine gun and his wife had a pistol, and they live in a very opulent neighborhood, and, 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 uh, and the protesters broke through the gate, and, and, and all they showed you was him guarding his, heart, his, uh, his, um, his house. And so a CNN interviewed him, it was the worst interview. CNN is the devil. And who's the, who's the black guy on there? Um, Don Lemon, yeah, he, he's the devil's assistant. Okay, there's nothing about that man that's clean or holy whatsoever, including his lifestyle. Okay, and so these are agents of Satan. And some of the greatest agents of Satan look really good in the exterior. They look real innocent. That's how they get you, but anyway. And they, and they basically tried to tear him apart, and he said, he said, I'm going to give you the punchline in a second. He said, number one, he said, they broke through an iron gate into our neighborhood. And they had guns pointing it at me. So I went and got my guns, and I threatened them back. And that's why they backed off. And so now the, the liberal machine is against that couple, saying you had no right to do this. You were antagonistic. They didn't really do anything to Oh, it's deep. So much so that a judge has now brought up criminal, criminal charges against the couple saying you're not supposed to be waving, waving your guns, but they didn't bring on criminal charges to the ones that are waving their guns first. See, this is, a, this is an attack against people who have integrity. Now, you know that white couple? You know they lawyers? 90% of the people that he represents in court, guess who they are? Black folk. So they're trying to make it seem like he's some crazy racist. He said, how was that? He said, when everybody that I'm representing in court, the people of color. Y'all, they're trying to twist everything. There is nothing that you see, particularly with liberal media. I'm telling to tell you something. Fox News still has some integrity, folks. Fox News still, most of the Fox News people, most of them, not all of them, they're still Christians, they're respectful. I encourage you, turn off that CNN mess. CNN is a very, let me tell you something. CNN, I, I do not want to be CNN when they get judged by God. And when those guys are on there saying stuff, pay attention to the earpiece. They're not that smart. They got a group of people that's feeding them information. Oh, yeah, that conservative preacher said this. Now say this. Now say this. Now say this. That dude is not that smart. Okay? And so, so I'm just encouraging you that because starting on August 1st, we're going to start doing fasting and prayer over this next election. This next election is not about white vote. It's not about black vote. Definitely not about Donald Trump or anybody else or Biden. It's all about God's agenda. And God is trying to get something through. And there have been warnings from great men of God where God has warned the church, don't do your part and watch what happens. And it's a sad thing when God starts threatening his own children because you keep getting caught up in everything that you hear and everything that you see and all that you judge. And again, every person that read that book, when they read it, they repented. Okay? 
and in, in every person I talked to, every person I talked to, I said, do you even know any of the decisions that the president has made? And they were like, no. And I started listing them. And they're like, yeah, that can't be true. I said, no, it is true. I'll send you my list, and I'll send you to the government website of the decisions that he has made. The man has making so many decisions. And let me tell you something about Donald Trump. He just does not care. If that man was on the side of wickedness, we'd have to kill that man. I'm telling you. Because the, the dude is something on him. There is a grace of God on him. It's called the grace of the protector. And when the protector is in motion, he might cuss you out. When the protector is in motion, he's going to go off on you and your mama. When the protector is in office, guess what? He's going to talk about you and call you out your name and call you Sleepy Joe Biden. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying that as a slap towards Biden, because, again, people are trying to blow that out of proportion. Just because Biden, how many of you have been talking and forgot what you wanted to say? <laughs> so because Biden sit up here and forget what he had to say a couple of times, that didn't make that man mental and insane. You know, but I'm just saying it's just it's just sad. And, and the Republicans talk about the Democrats like they're the devil. The Democrats talk about the Republicans like they're the devil. And you got devils on both sides and angels on both sides. Let me tell y'all something. I'm going to just cut another level here. I know some of y'all have been Democrats since the day you were born. But there's some things that you have to be consider. The Democrats were started by the Ku Klux Klan. The Democratic, look it up. The Democratic Party was started by the Ku Klux Klan. And the Republican Party was started by men who were trying to free slaves out of the hands of the Ku Klux Klan. Here's the issue with that. However things start is how it continues. So don't think it's strange that the Ku Klux Klan started the Democratic Party to keep blacks in check. Don't be surprised why the Democratic Party are the ones who support abortion that kill off half the black community. Anything to kill y'all off. Make it look like we actually care about your child. But the truth is we're trying to kill y'all off. And we're going to give you money and we're going to give you free stuff to kill you off. And then they create this culture by which the Republicans say, you need to get a job. The Democrats say, no, you don't. We'll just give you money for the rest of your life. And because you're looking at money and not integrity, you think the Democrats are on your side when the Republicans are actually trying to kick your behind. I'm not saying all Democrats are evil and all Republicans are right. Y'all know I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is somewhere along the line, you got to ask, why do I believe what I believe? Why do I believe that? Okay, my dad was a staunch Democrat. So would I, till I learned the truth. And the spirit of a thing continues unless there's repentance, and there has not been any repentance in that party. That's why, the, why it, I mean, come on. It's the party, it's the party that enforced slavery and didn't want to let it go. It's the party that supports abortion and doesn't want to let it go. It's the party that is behind homosexuality and lesbianism and everything else. It's also the party that is behind men now saying that they want to be okay with being with a four-year-old. And then because somebody gets on TV and says, oh, we're going to give you some extra money on your paycheck, you say, ooh, yay, I don't care what he believes. And just in case you didn't know this, it is also the Democratic Party that is against the church. And they have said this publicly several times, including Mrs. Clinton herself. When we get back in office, the first group we're going after is them sons of God. They have said that publicly. 
Then you got the president that the Satan is doing a very good job of causing even Christians to attack who says on my watch. He said you will do nothing to the Jews or the church. It's first agenda. First thing he said when I get in office. Okay. Y'all remember any of y'all watch the inauguration? I got on my wife's nerves that day because, you know, I think we really did have popcorn that morning. And, and I was running around because, y'all, there, it's not a coincidence that there were, how many ministers prayed prayers for that inauguration? Was it? Wait, yeah, you know Wayne T. Wayne, we know Wayne T. Paula White. Wayne T. Jackson, Holy Ghost minister. Wayne T. Jackson, oh, he been in, having integrity for a long time. Wayne T. Jackson also don't care what you think. Okay. Um, Paula White. I don't really care for Paula White, but that's just my personal opinion. So I'm not going to say anything, you know. And so, but Paula White, Holy Ghost. I'm Paula White crazy, too. She preached like a Baptist minister from down south. Holy Ghost field. The Mexican guy. Holy Ghost minister. Okay. These, and they're all crazy. Okay. And then they had Jonathan Kahn, which was the Messianic Jewish rabbi, I believe. And then they had another individual, the Catholic priest, and it was one more, I thought. Okay. It's not a coincidence that the only people that prayed were five Christians and four of them spoke in tongues. And Donald Trump requested them. They did not ask to pray. He requested them. When they first went into the White House, Melania Trump requested Holy Ghost ministers to come in and anoint the White House with oil and remove all of the demonic paintings off of the wall that had been put up by the Democrats. Her key exact phrase was, remove everything off the wall except for the cross. It's not a coincidence that they are keeping from you that the White House has a Bible study once a week. And if the president is not there, he asks for the notes. It is not a coincidence that once a month they allow a Holy Ghost speaking in tongues church service in one of the rooms of the White House. I have two pastor friends that were in those church service and one was leading it. They're not going to tell you that. But what they will tell you is that this man is the devil and he ate black people. You understand what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is be very, very careful how you judge things when you don't got all of the information. And I don't got the information. I just got a little bit to give me a little bit of common sense. I mean, no, it's okay for you to be wrong. I'm still wrong about a great many things. It's hard to figure out what's going on nowadays. You know what I'm saying? It's, you don't need <laughs> Jesus to tell you something. You're like, are you sure? Because everybody confuses me today. So I'm just, I just, I just I had no plans on sharing that, but I'm just encouraging you. There is a real war that is going on, and the war is over nothing but the sons of God. Everything with this coronavirus, it's about you. All of this mayhem on the streets, it's about you. It's called redirecting. It's redirecting things so that, so, and, and both sides are playing the game. One of the scariest things that the liberals have seen is Donald Trump has put in, do you remember how many conservative judges have been put in office? It's like, yeah. What'd you say? Yeah, one, well, one for every state, but it's over two. It's over 200 conservative judges that Donald Trump has put in office. These are all men that's going to vote for the church and not the world. These are men that's going to vote for living right and not living wrong. And these are men that's going to vote in order to keep your children safe instead of saying, oh, you can kill them with no problem. And so while they're talking about him, he's like, you can talk about me. One thing the president understands, he understands the law of seed time harvest. He understands, you can talk about me, but I'm going to keep on sowing the seed. 
I'm going to keep on sowing the seed because I'm called to be a protector. I'm called to give the church the greatest advantage. I'm called so that when I do get out of office, those 200 judges I put in will still be protecting the church. It's the greatest game that you've ever seen. He know that. And that dude, okay. I, uh, I was, uh, I, well, my wife and I, I'm going for another five minutes because I'm paying attention to my time. Okay. Y'all good? I'm getting better and better. I know y'all think we're going to be here till two. No, we're not. I'm paying, I'm getting, I got to get better with that time, particularly where we're going. You know, my wife and I were invited to, um, a, it was a black for Trump thing. We got invited to it. You know, that's the one where as soon as the Trump, as soon as Donald Trump gets out of his podium, guess who up there in his podium? I took the picture and everything. I was like, what is she doing up in Donald Trump's podium? Like she running for... I was just like, we about to get in trouble. Secret service there and everything. Okay. And, and it was interesting because you could watch the feed. There was a lady who hated Trump, but she watched the meeting. She called me when the meeting was over. She said, Pastor, I said, what? She said, I want to apologize. I said, for what? She said, there's no way in the world that man is racist. She said, I know a racist when I see one, and I know a racist when I hear one. She says, what that man told those black people in the room, that was authentic. I said, mm-hmm. And you know what he told us? He said, I'm for everybody. He said, but y'all been done wrong for a long time. And he was listing things. He said, when I got in office and they showed me what was going on in the black community, he said, I asked one question. He said, all you had to do is change this with a pen. If you knew what he'd been doing, y'all, if you knew what he'd been doing, you've been feeling it and don't even know you're feeling it. <laughs> okay? And so, and so, uh, and then he told us, he said, oh, he said, if you think what I did for y'all for the first three years or something, he said, wait till the second half. But again, I'm just, I'm just trying to give you a little bit of balance here. The man was never a racist until he ran for office. You go back and look at the pictures. He's taking pictures with Snoop Doggy Dog, all of the rappers, Whoopi Goldberg, all of the movie stars. You know, um, even when he and that's when that's when he acted a fool for real, okay? And and everybody, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, all of those, all taking pictures up, hugging at them. And 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 the reason why he did not take a liking to how they turned on him is because he's giving them all millions of dollars. There's one thing I want you to remember that I'm going to move on. There is one thing that Donald Trump is known for more than anything else, and that is helping people financially more than anything else. Okay? But what occurred? We met people at the meeting. Okay? Y'all heard of the Opportunity Zones? Well, babe, can you, do you remember how much they shelled out for the Opportunity Zones? It, it's an astronomical amount of money. Opportunity Zones is a suburban way of saying the ghetto. So what they did was they looked across the United States and they said, look at all of the worst areas in the United States where blacks live. And I think it's something like, I don't know, it's like close to a billion dollars or something. And they said, we're going to pour money into those communities and help them out. Well, we met people already that have gotten that money. One was a black couple. And y'all remember the economic downturn? Their whole business went down to the ground. They were $100,000 in the hole. They got the money that Donald Trump set aside for, for people in lower neighborhoods who need help to come up, gave them $100,000 and brought them out of debt. 
Now the man's company is just like multiplying. He has contracts with the government now. See? And that's just one. But what the media is doing is they're keeping all of those things quiet. All of those things quiet. Um, and then when you see what's, what's the king, what's the member of the king family that you always see with Donald Trump? Bernie. Yeah, Bernie's. Alveda. Alveda King. Okay. That's the reason why you always see her standing next to Donald Trump smiling. Because you're like, you're going to change this man. Because y'all don't even know what he did for Martin Luther King's house. They were going to take Martin Luther King's house. Because Donald Trump said, I need to make sure that man's house is protected when I'm out of office. So he put it under some government thing with parks so that the house is always protected forever, no matter what. Y'all, that's just little simple stuff. The bigger stuff, I forgot, because it's just so crazy. You understand what I'm saying, okay? And so, so I'm just encouraging you to, there's a reason why God says pray for leaders. Pray for leaders, whether you like them or you don't, because God can influence the heart of the king. But, but God made sure that he put a businessman in office who knew how to take care of business. Because, you know, see, Donald Trump is like, you know, those crazy guys from Duck Dynasty with the beards. See, people like that are very dangerous. You know why? They already got paid. When Duck Dynasty went on television, everything was fine. And Duck Dynasty, those guys are solid Christians. Don't be fooled by all of the duck gear and the camouflage and the crazy beards. Them dudes are solid Christians. They go up in churches doing stuff, all revivals. Them dudes are solid Christians. Okay, so one of them on the television. So I know, no, heck, you know, we don't support those homosexuality. The Bible says that the marriage is between a, a man and a wife, and so they pulled the plug on them, cancel the show. You know what they told them? Uh, we were already rich. Uh, so we just going back to our duck farm and keep on shooting ducks and selling our products that already made us millions. Y'all come and ask us to put on TV. You can't do nothing with folk like that because they don't care. They're going to operate integrity. So when Donald Trump ran for office, that's the reason why he's the only president that has never taken a salary. <laughs> if I keep on going, you'll leave right up out of here and go to Kroger and just get you a donut and say, I didn't even know, Lord. The president hasn't taken a salary, okay? And, and, but that's, that's why they had a problem with him because when he first went in office, it, office, the Democrats and the Republicans were mad at him. Both sides were against him. That proved he was the truth because the Republicans hated him just as much as the Democrats. When they saw the results, that's when they switched over, okay? But, but that's why they can't stand him because his thing is, um, I'm just a protector, and uh, I think y'all forgot that I'm already a mogul in the area of real estate, and I already got plenty of money. Um, and so if I don't get in the second term, I'm just going to go back and sit on my gold-plated toilet. That's how folk like that think. It's very dangerous to fool with folk that already got money. Okay, so if I don't get back in... And he can't be bought. That's the scary thing about him. He can't be bought. That's why everybody stays mad at him on both sides. Everybody just keep turning on him. Then they're his friend. Then they turn on him because he just keep plowing through, plowing through, plowing through. I got a list of 200 decisions that he made. And if you knew just what he did with the Christians. And when they, with the, I'm almost done. With the inauguration, every person prayed a prayer and the nation did not understand. The Christians did. Some of them did. They didn't know that Donald Trump was using those ministers to cancel the curses that were on the United States. That's why when he got in office, everything shot up. The employment rate went down. Everything exploded because he had canceled the curse of poverty through witchcraft. And that's why he used them Holy Ghost ministers that were crazy because they know they're crazy like that. 
And the Mexican guy said that when the FBI called him, they said, hey, Donald Trump has requested you to pray. So he said, okay, well, I know how these things go. I'll send you my prayer because I know it has to be vetted. They said, no. They said, Donald Trump said he does not want y'all to send him your prayer. He wants y'all to get up there and pray how you led. He said it blew him away. If you, y'all know that there are 50 pastors that mentor Donald Trump? That's why all of his decisions always line up with the Bible. Because they're just simply doing what he said. He's still crazy, though. <laughs> but you crazy, too. Now, I said that, but how many know? You got the right to disagree with me. And God is not going to send you to hell because you still want to vote Democrat. Or as my friend said, Democrat. But you want to be careful about what you support because what you support, the spirit of that thing comes on your household. I'm a Christian crat. Okay, so what is the, what is the term for both sides? What do they call them? Demon crats and um, it's a negative term for Republicans. Repug, repug, whatever. I can't remember what they're doing. All right. I hadn't, that wasn't even on my, we didn't even talk about that on the way to church. That wasn't even on my radar. Y'all still good? Y'all bear with me just for a few minutes because the other side is better. Y'all want to hear how to get, now that we got that out of the way, y'all want to hear.